Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Misfit Toys. Hey, how are you? You're good? You are? Happy birthday. And for all you people going through sobriety or whatever you're trying to stop doing that you don't want to do, I'm I'm so proud of you. If I was in front of you right now, I'd pinch your cheek so hard. you I would be like, just reach in. I'd go, you're so, look at you doing it. Look at you doing it. And I don't care if you did it and you failed before. Everybody that I know that has gone through, it's not an excuse to fall off the wagon. Don't try to mess with me. But everyone that I knew, like, that have been in sobriety, sometimes 10, 15, 20 years I know people, some longer probably, they all fell off the wagon a few times. Again, it's not an excuse, but this time it's going to be the time. So I'm in Portland, Oregon, and I'm at Helium Comedy Club. And um, had a show last night, which was Thursday. Just in case you listen to this podcast down the road, you never know. It's 2022, and it's August. And I have two shows tonight, Friday, and two shows tomorrow. And I want to give a little shout-out. As the regular listeners know, in a lot of cities, I used uh, I use a band. And our drummer fell out. So uh, a friend of mine uh, recommended this guy, and his name is Jay. And he actually owns a place called, it's called, Parrot Dice Guitars. I hope I said that right. And he was there last night. Not only did he play drums, but this guy, he he just helped us with everything. It made setting up so nice. But he owns them. Um, they, they, hey, they buy, they sell, they trade, they repair. They do it all at Parrot Dice Guitars. I really did want to send him out a little love. And he's they got vintage guitars down there so if you live in portland you know there you go so thank you jay at paradise guitars i love you you're a good guy he was such a good guy last night we met him we set up we hung out you know setting up can be fun if you're with the right people so i have cam gavinsky with me i guess i don't need to say his last name anymore but um here we are there's not much to say this is the second half of my solo show you know, right before I started to record this, I was going to say, hey, we got, I mean, I guess I am going to say it, but I'm going to give you context to it. I was going to say, um, have the new microphones. We got them about three days ago. So that hiss should be gone. But then I thought, Todd, why say you've been talking about this for three years? And, uh, I, you know, just like I just told you, just because you, you tried it and it didn't work doesn't mean I give up. I will not stop until the quality is, uh, what's that word? Superb. See, I was flipping it. I was going preserve. Just like instead of civilities, I say facilities. Instead of domesticated, see, instead of domesticated, I say domesticated. There's something 
something going on. Yeah, it's called dyslexia. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so it's the second up. But we did get the um, my new friend from the Guitar Center, Cole, came down, and he uh, brought me the new four new mics. Well, I bought the mics, but he installed them. And um, they're good. They're cool. Not only do they look cool. I mean, why not have cool mics? I got new podcast chairs, really comfortable. I mean, they're like office chairs, but they're nice. And I have four of them. So it's looking good. It's looking good. Got some cool shows coming up. JJ on trumpet is coming back. Aristotle will be back in two weeks. Now we get to just get John Byrne Wagner back in there for a cameo. Um... That's it. So come see me in Portland tonight. And uh, I don't think there's really... Oh, oh, the most important thing. Next week, the drop might the drop is most likely going to be on Saturday, not Friday. Saturday, not Friday. Because we're doing the show on Friday. We have a new... A new uh, I'm going to say his last name wrong. I'm so afraid... I'm so afraid. He's a new friend. And I was... Aaron Gorsh? I'm going to say it wrong. I'm not staring at it right now. But I saw his uh, stuff on TikTok, and I thought the guy is so funny. And um, I reached out to him. And, I, and um, I'm going to uh, have him on the show. So that's that. I know, what a way to start a friendship, messing up his last name. But he's, he, he really, uh, over the last year, he's really made me laugh on TikTok. I'll scroll. Well, now I follow him, so I come across his stuff all the time. But in the beginning, it would just randomly get put in front of me. I'm like, this guy's funny. This guy's funny. Um, this person's funny. Anyway, enjoy the show. And uh, you're great. And remember what Mr. Rogers said. I got two things that really help me in life. Sometimes, you know how some little... What do they call the quotes or, you know, is it, what's it called? Those, those affectations? No. Well, anyway, one is if it's mentionable, it's manageable. That really helps you out. Once you start mentioning it, even to a friend, it doesn't even have to be something gigantic. The other day I asked my friend Steve, what's the hardest part in the day for you? Like he was waking up. I go, me too. I lay in bed. It doesn't even matter why. I mentioned it to him. He told me what he does. Now, granted, the more serious your problem, the, the harder it is to conquer it. But sometimes there's big problems. Sometimes there's little, little, little things. But if it's mentionable, it's manageable. Also, look for the helpers. That's like tangible. During some of the worst times, you can search around and look for the decent people in this world. And remember, there are decent people in this world, a ton of them. And you know what else I heard that I love? Well, the third thing is... Um, uh, don't let your happy, don't let your sadness get in the way of your happiness. Now, granted, wh- where you are dealing with whatever you're dealing with, some of these things, you know, I don't like to make you whatever you're dealing with. So, so you know what I do? I take three deep breaths in the morning and have a, a hot tea. All right, well, that's good if things are going great. Um, but I like that one too. Look for the helpers. If it's mentionable, it's manageable. And the other one that I said. Um, but this one I heard someone say the other day and I really liked it. Um, it was, it was that the reason a lot of people are mad is because the change, it's happening. 
It's already happening. And that's why they're so angry because they know it's happening in front of them. Whatever it is, we don't have to list anything. Whatever all these changes are, um, not, not the bad changes right now. I'm talking about the good changes, the social changes. And they're happening. If people that are really angry right now thought they were about to happen or they're trying to get it to happen or it's happening and that's why they're so angry. And I thought that's true. A lot of this stuff is happening. Unfortunately, these people uh, don't make it easier for people that are going through these changes, but it's happening. I don't mean to minimize the struggle that these people cause on people making their lives harder, but it's happening. It's happening. That's why they're so angry. So many things are happening. Changes. And it's happening right now. And they can't, and they're very angry. I don't like that they're angry. I wish they weren't angry, but I can't do much about it in certain cases. But that's why they're angry. I'm not taunting that at them. I'm just saying that's why they're angry. They wouldn't be so angry if they thought, you know, next year they're going to try to do this. I heard this is going to happen. No, it's happening. So anyway, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. And I'm proud of you. And uh, you join the Todd Glass. Aristotle, you good? I'm very good. Someone sent a gift for Aristotle from Canada. They also sent one for me. And they sent something to Cam. So I have to give it to them. But it's waiting for them. You know who you are. It's waiting for them. I promise. I didn't even eat any of it. <laughs> Only one of it's something to eat. The rest is something you wear. From Canada. You know who you are. All right, everybody. Now you join the Todd Glass Show already in progress. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. I did it right into part two, people, because it's a, it's a feel-good song. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. You never know the type of love you're sending to someone, you know? It's a very good way to open. We talked about it at the closing of part one, and we open with it. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. Get you a little silly, you'll start feeling better. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. Here is it with reverb. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show. So let's kiss on the lips. Maybe I'll want this on that, the you know, when I have the fourth. Show with no board except four, you know, four drops. That's all I get. Maybe I'll want this. Todd Glass is a funny fuck. Do-da, do-da. Todd Glass is a funny fuck. Oh, do do da day. He's a funny fuck. He's a funny fuck. Todd Glass is a funny fuck. Oh, do do da day. Bum, bum. Oh, that's nice. So. <laughs> I tell Cam, you know, 
I say, Cam, use these on the road. That we have a keyboard that can make these sounds. So let's we like. There's one program he can just do these. Let's do them on the road. After one of my jokes, can you imagine? Really make. You know what I mean? We got to start really making this show go better. <laughs> we got to gotta get some. What else? What else? Here we go. Scoring. This is on the road. This is what I do on the road for jokes. I need music behind them. Music. Dirty, you know what I mean? Dirty quality. It's not clean. This is clean. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. If I had a game show, I would do it wrong. That way, if they were wrong, it would at least be fun. Is it Cincinnati, Todd? Wrong. No, it's not Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. God, we gotta do that on the road. Are you right? And the whole band doing this? Wrong. 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 You know, what's uh, something they won't know the answer to, and you go, oh, or even if they're right. They gotta sit there with this. It's five people doing it with this. And then at the end, where it goes, where the screen, we have to time that out. Oh, yeah, you're wrong! Da 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 da. That's gonna, wow. Certainly, Joe McKenzie has thrown a lot of love to the show. We love you, Joe. Lynn, <coughs> I could care about. No offense, he helps me a lot. But Lynn, we have a friendship, uh, but not like it used to be. We <laughs> I just actually slept over Lynn and Teresa's house like a few weeks ago. We've been talking about it for a while. They moved into a new home. And their backyard was so... I mean, it was amazing. Big trees. It was nice. And I got there early, hung out with Teresa for like four hours, five hours before Lynn got home, and then I stayed the night. It was fun. We woke up. We had breakfast. It was really, uh, it was nice. It was nice spending two nights there. Just really, you can relax. Anyway, am I right? Okay, that. Do you want? Let's keep going through the board. This is, uh, 
Hello, everybody. I'm Johnny Cash. Sometimes on the road, I'll say, Cam, play something. And he does this, and I do that. What else do we have? Nope. That's on there. I don't know why so. That could be a good walk-in song. Add it to the uh, seating music, an instrumental of a song, but play the whole thing. But, you know, they're hearing this. You know, the music's sort of in the background, so you like... Okay. Maybe I want to bring this on the... Have it on the CD. What a night this has been. What a mood I am in. All this laughter I love. It's better than being some people write books, become doctors or cooks, but I know those jobs are not for me. I would gladly give my life, stab a puppy in the head with a knife for just one more chance, for just one more time. For just one more chance to entertain. Oh. That's when they think I'm having a nervous breakdown. Maybe I want this on there. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. I didn't forget. Come on, people. Look at you gushing. Are you, are you shy now? Are you getting all giddy in your belly? Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Seriously, you think I'm going to forget about your birthday? Give me something fast over there, Jennifer. That's right. Maybe I'll need this. Blah, 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 so anyway, blah, I told blah, the club, blah, blah. put a curtain up to hide the light blah, blah, in the blah, door blah, in the blah, bathroom. Listen, people are sitting for there for an hour. Throw some black tablecloths on the tables with candles and play some cool and he music. Goes on and and jazz on and on and on and on. Oh, I don't care. Blah, 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 Hey, Todd, while you're at it, why don't you just bring up the dirty blankets again? I was talking Are you about fucking that. kidding me? Uh, I don't know. Your acting isn't so good in that song. That's why I spit on you, Lynn. Poo <laughs> with your acting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we actually... Never mind. I'm just talking about 
What's this one? So anyway. So if you're going to have an ice cream store, right, just give everybody a large. Don't have it too small. Just glob it on. Glob blah, it blah, on. Blah, blah, blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Only larges. I blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. It's called boots. Everything's a boot. Even at the bar, there's like little boots. So you have like three people in a little boot, but the bartender's right there. It's called booth. It's called booth. Try to steal the idea from me. It's not mine. Anyway, I think that's a great idea. Oh, welcome to booth. On and on. And we don't say, would you like a booth? It's not our joke. Anyway, that's all I'm trying to say. Why wouldn't the city plant ivy on every bridge to cover the cement? Why wouldn't you do that? If I was the mayor of the city, blah on and on and blah and blah and on and on and blah and blah and on and on and on and on. You know how much a bridge. Yeah, you have some ivy growing all over. It doesn't hurt the Return it to the city planner and tell to fix it. On and on. You can't just go, oh yeah, there's two Elm Street. All right, call the city planner and tell them to take one of the Elm Streets back and give you a new street. And we don't have two Elm Street. That's not the way it fucking works. Unless you want to call it Elm 2. Okay, I'm trying to work with you here. Lynn, I don't appreciate you doing that. You know what? Some of the shit I said was good. I never let it play this long. Ten, Fifteen more seconds. Nobody cares. I must commend Lynn Shore for he blah 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 his little heart out for three minutes and seventeen seconds. Which, you know, when I'm hearing that, I go, I had to call Lynn and go, is there any way you could just do, like, a, you know, some big band song and just go blah, 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 but, like, for three minutes? But it's harder. <laughs> when I'm listening to it, I'm like, he committed. He committed. God, it's
you're, you, I like that you care so much, Lauren. And that is Lauren. A lot of people ask me, is it really her? And um, seriously, it is. Wrong! No, it's not. I thought it was. I thought it was. Okay, it was not Lauren. Was, I thought it was. That reverb helps fade it out. All right, so there you go, people. What do you want to talk about? You know, sure, y'all get social. I'll get social on you. I know I've said this before, but it's like that should be the name of the show. I know I've said this before, and I know I've said that before. You can't get ahead of me, people. I'm, I know what's going on. I know the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs. I know what I'm doing. I know what I like. I know where I've been. Are you good? Are you? I want to put you in a good... we got a lot of time left to spend together, about 50 minutes, and I want you to be, like, just feeling nice. Sometimes a song puts you in a special place. They paved paradise, put up a parking lot With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot But not, but not now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Joni. Joni Mitchell. Wow. What a... What a... What a legacy. I mean... That she still continues to uh, live and leave. I saw something where she was singing, and it was it was really cool. Do we play this on the show ever? Do you know who this is doing a Lizzo song? Do we guess? I think we did, but I didn't say. Oh yeah, we did. We did. We did. The band used to walk out to this. This was great. All of a sudden. The club, we'd have the seating music playing, and it would be like, so the crowd's coming in. Picture everybody's making noise. People sitting down. I want to let you know what a club experience is like. So people are just sitting and talking. Candles everywhere. Every table has a candle, usually. At a club I'm at, black tablecloth. Yeah, I go for it. They'll do it. You say, take it out of my check. They don't care. Yeah, it's in my rider. I don't even deal with it. Clubs I go to, they know the way I like it. I go to Vermont, black tablecloths. Candles at every table, dark. Sexy as fuck. And this music's playing. You know what I mean? And then it's like 10 more minutes later in the show. They're still seated. Still seated. Instrumental. Right? I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's fun music as they're being... They're talking away. This is like, there's no noise pollution. And they haven't heard it before. It reminds you you're somewhere... You make a room dark and sexy and play this. And it's clean. It's not sleepy. I know, I know there's... 
right? And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, hold on, don't go anywhere. People are just having fun. What did I do? Hold on, I fucked up, sorry. All that for nothing. What the hell is this? I don't want it. There we go. All I did, wanted to do, all that mess that I just got us all into, and I apologize, was play you what the uh, band used to walk out to. And then that all happened. So I apologize. And uh, it will never happen again. So we'd be playing the CD music. That would fade out. And the lights would go down about another 30%. And this would happen. Nobody, nothing happened. I just want to let you know what you're in for. This is new now. This is not the way anymore. Then I send one, one band member out. Sits down. Let's say it's Steve George in Philadelphia. He starts playing along on his guitar. Cam walks out. Sits down at the keyboard. Tambourine. You social police can just get out of my face. Then I'm saying that I wait about another 30 seconds. Just those two. Now the house goes 100% goes about another five seconds past the song and the guitar player they they feather it and then they do a clean stop just the two of them it's something to be seen the Todd Glass show is professional so it's time to go to commercial you know what I've I, I have something that I could share with you wow it's a very fun show so I all I really wanted to do was do my show that I do on the road. I do it at comedy clubs, and I do the most I could do at a comedy club. I know that, you know, under different circumstances at, like, a proper theater or jazz club, uh, you know, what it could be. But um, when I did it at, me and Cam did the show at Typewriter Dynasty, my friend Dave was there, and um, another friend of mine uh, who, is a ma who is now a manager, who I used to know from the Portland Helium, a lot of times when you have a guy who runs, like Dave Becky was like that, a guy who used to work at a comedy club. You know, it depends who you used to be at a comedy club. If you were a guy who shystered everybody and didn't care about comedy and was rude, no, it's not going to help you in the business. But these guys were the opposite. They were like, when you got to the club that, this is years ago, Dave Becky ran the San Diego Improv. He ran it like someone who fucking loves stand-up comedy. He treated us with so much love and so much respect and it was a fun place to be when Dave Becky was running the club with, and then Mike Carano was like the, it was the two of them. Dave was probably what, whatever you would call it, like the, the, he managed the club and ran it. Mike was like this right behind him. And uh, same thing with, so anyway, the, the, I, this guy, Adam, 
a friend of mine was uh, I knew him originally from the Portland uh, Helium, and then you know he's and then um, he moved over from that to the business side of it, and 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 he's it's not important to the story. You know he was at one place, and then you know like like it happens, you end up at another place, and then so anyway he was at the show and. Um, Cam opened up and did great. And Bob Odenkirk was there. And I was really glad that he was there because, you know, he went he went to when we premiered the Netflix special. Um, and the band was there and it was a fun night there. It was really it was really it really was fun. It was it went over well. The crowd was great. They watched it and then the band stood up at the end and they all like they really applauded. Like they liked them. There was like something they like and uh it was like the crowd showed it they were they were it was really cool it was a fun night i hope i'm saying it right or whatever so um and then bob odenkirk was at that and then i saw him like it was at norm mcdonald's um you know memorial and uh, we just somehow we started talking about you know i'm really glad you were at that cuz that's i said that's sort of Sometimes people haven't seen you perform in a while, and they think they know what you do. They might not have seen you for 10 years. They might even like you. It's not even like someone's saying negative, and you're saying, oh, no, I'm better now. No, like when someone goes, oh, this person's so, you know, if someone goes, oh, Todd, you're so funny. But they go, you, when's the last time you've seen me perform? But you saw that show, and I'm glad you did because I'm proud of that show. And he goes, oh, and he, and he, uh, he asked a few questions about... Uh, you know, talking about the band, and... And I said, you know, since that special, which you saw at the at the Tedbird Dynasty back when they sort of just had a viewing there, um, it's come a long way. And I give him, I'm doing it again at Tedbird Dynasty, and he goes, remind me. So I, I didn't want to bother him, but a day before I decided, I'll just text him. It's not, it's not, um, you know, abrasive. You're not at a party seeing somebody. Hey, will you, you know? So I just said, of course, a polite text, and he said, uh, I just got like whatever, like, you know, a shot, you know, some type of shot for, like, you know, for, like, corona. And if it, he goes, but I, I'm feeling pretty good. I th and he ended up going, and I heard him laughing. And it, and it felt really good. And I was, we, the band was fucking tight as shit. My kid, I don't have to say tight as shit. That ruins the whole story. They were just on. You know, Ian, who, we, we, it was the first time he did a show with us live, Ian on trumpet and, Eric Calver on drums and Duncan Carey, just for the for the comedic, for the for the bits and the comedic bits, and uh, Cam Gavinsky, and they were fucking on, they were polished as they were good, and Cam opened up the show great, and the point being that, um, so. So I so I so I was with Alex Murray and Alex Murray is just like he's going to be like you know so so anyway he's just busier now he doesn't have the time to do what he used to have time to do and I get it and uh, whenever I need him though like whenever I need Alex like when I needed him to sell my Netflix special boom he comes in he sells it and uh, Dari is great Dari is a junior I I hope He's probably just a manager, but he also is Alex's assistant. I don't know if he would even call it a junior manager, but it doesn't matter. But I needed somebody that had the time. And, and, and uh, after, it, you know, I was talking to Dave Rath, and he's saying, you know, the, yeah, this show could be like a, a sort of presented 
you know, off off Broadway. I don't even know what that means, but to me, it means it's still got the smell. It's still in that lingering area that sort of has, and it's, and Dave said, you need to, that can happen. He goes, you need to reach out to some of your friends, which I'm not, I'm okay to do this, believe it or not, and ask them if they'll present you and do like an off off Broadway show for like a week or two. But what, and I said, what does that detail? He goes, detail. He goes, well, and it made sense. It just takes a little work and a little digging and a lot of knowledge. So to, you put together a proposal. And you say to, you know, hey, would this be of interest to you? Mike Rabiglia has done it for Alex Edelman. And their name gives a little cachet. Sometimes two or three people can join and present somebody. So I called Adam, and I know he was at the show. And, uh, and I said, you know, we talked about, I said, you know, Alex, I'll, the, the joke is I'll call Alex. I'll go, Alex, I have a treat for you. You know, it's like he, he's, he, uh, you know, he understands. And uh, so I called Adam, and I said, you know, here's what I want. It's not like 20 years ago where I would say, well, I want to go out for commercials, and I want, I said, no, I, you know, I I'd like to go out for more TV. No, no. It's just like my stand-up career sort of runs itself because I just go back to the same clubs over and over and over and, uh, and some new clubs too. And um, Tom, 10-year-old Tom, runs itself. I said, I want someone to facilitate getting this show, whatever the means are, putting a budget together. That's what you do. You put a budget together and bringing the show to like off-off-Broadway for a month or two weeks where you 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 know, you know you uh, add someone that can sing to the in the band, definitely someone that can sing. You add another trumpet player, you beef up the band, and uh, do it like it's an event, like you know where you have a budget to you know always have a saxophone player in the street afterwards, an ice cream truck or hot chocolate and cookie truck pulls up afterwards. There's a secondary saxophone player from the minute they come in outside on the street and and, uh, and so with reasonable expectations this thing can come to life because I have someone now that has the time, Adam, to put this together. And he was there. He was there at Typewriter Dynasty. I don't have to go, well, here's what the show is like, or here, oh, you need to see it, here's a video. He was there. He got it one fucking hundred percent. Actually, we met today for the first time. Well, not met today. We've hung out a lot. Um, but met to talk about, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's our plan. It's nice. It's clean. Very clean plan. And then... To do it, it's been fun to fantasize about, you know. And my, my dream place is not uh, without drinks. It's, a, it's, it's like a jazz type of a club, but with a serious stage, with lighting. Because this show has to have, like, when I talk about, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if there's guys out there that have these dirty, disgusting toenails. You need to trim your nails. I need to have back orange lit with the trumpets coming in. It's got to have a real, but I like the idea of drinks getting served. No food, just drinks. Martinis, drinks, whatever it's served, it's served nice. The staff dresses fucking to the nines. It's a show. The room's dark. They have to seat you with a flashlight if you come in late. It's about the show. There's just drinks being served, almost like, you know, in camouflage. They're brilliant, you know, with staff like that that does a good job, and a lot of them do. I've been to some of those places, and or a good comedy club. Sometimes I'm at a comedy club, and it really melts my heart. You go, 
I don't even hear the staff. That's a well-trained staff. I think it has to be a labor of love, too, to actually care. But I'm like, wait, I didn't, I didn't even hear the last check job. And then other clubs, you're like, what the? Sometimes clubs turn over a room so quick, so effortlessly. You're like, oh, it looks like they've done this a million times. And other clubs, you're like, they do this every weekend. Why are they always so, you know, disheveled? You know, but other clubs, they just do it like smooth, nice and calm, calm manager, calm staff. You know, so I have a fantasy of what it would look like, maybe 100 seats to start and to really promote it and just make it, so, you know, like the opening we to, to spend a budget on a video to open the show and a video to close the show. And you just take my stand-up, which I would treat it like if I was getting ready to do a Netflix special. I, yeah, I, I always, you tighten it up. You can always go off the beaten path. I just make the beaten path more beaten. And if I was doing this on Off-Off-Broadway or New York for a run somewhere, I would do that times two. That is a given. I've done that. What the difference here is, it's the polish around it. It's the polish around it. It has to be like... There has to be a lot of production around this, but let me be raw within it. And I think it can be something really special. It can't help but be good. I'm a good stand-up. I've been doing it forever. We're just adding, like, in the opening, you'd have someone that could sing, like, could fucking belt out a two-minute song. I mean belt it out where the whole crowd's like, what the fuck? And a tight band, trumpets come in, a two-minute song, blackout. Ladies and gentlemen, and then I come onto the stage. I thought about having a comedian open up just because I like the energy of being around a comedian. But if the show, if it doesn't need it, but I would just picture them going to the center of the stage with a pin spot and doing 10, 12 minutes. It's still stand up, but presented in the most gorgeous, you know stylistic way. And you have some, you know. So anyway, I'm excited. You know, I'm picturing what the band wears, and it's fun, and I'm letting myself enjoy it. Like, I pictured, like, the band just being, you know, the way they're dressed, just, you know, nice fitted suits or whatever they're wearing, whoever they are. Um, and uh, like the band having like, you know those leather Gibson amps? They even have some that are tan and orange. Have like four or five of those just within the band. They all come out and they're black. Cool chairs. Put thought into the bottles of water that they drink. Like thick blue, nice bottles. Everything's fucking gorgeous. And then I get to be raw within all that. And that's, I don't mean raw like I'm raw, but I can be, you know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't have to be like, turn it into a one-man show. I, raw is not the word. I guess I mean all over the place. But I like to be all over the place. I'll tell you what, I don't, I, there, are, there are ways I don't mind being all over the place. But it, I tend to be all over the place at my best when I have, like I just said a second ago, a well-beaten path. It just goes over better. Yeah, it's all over the place, but yet 
you know where to jump back on. So that's the type of, uh, that's the type, that's what I want. I just, you know, I want people, the minute they get in there, open the doors an hour early. I wouldn't even mind if the, they stayed after. Like, you know, like if that was the whole thing, that not only does he play, do this is a show, but the atmosphere and for the next, the bar, you know, the, the jazz place stays open. Maybe the band even goes back out and shows off a little more. But Pete just turns into a place to have drinks. I don't know, that might be cool. You know, they take a break, they walk off stage, and I would say it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how about this band? Aren't they great? I just wanted to say that they're going to take a break. They come out. They'll be entertaining you. We don't stop. I don't know. That part I'm not sure about. So now you know everything about my life. You know it all. I bared my soul there, everybody. So I have a new manager. So this is, you know, sometimes you don't want to talk about things because then if they don't happen, but this is going to happen, and I'm talking about it a lot. It's the first time I had, it was tangible. I wanted to do this three years ago. I go, I know it could be, you know, now you do it right, you get presented, you bring attention to the show. You know, that's without telling you too many details, but that's what you have to do. You have to have the budget to hire a publicist, you know, the, like the, the, the best, like the ones that are like, you know, which if I, if I did it on my own and I went to New York and did shows, of course I could do that. I can go to New York and do five, six shows and make it look cool and have the bit, but it's the promoting it and having it presented. And I'm excited about it. And then the look of it. I just want it to be, like, fucking drop-dead gorgeous the minute you walk into the room. And that's not going to be that hard. I even thought about it, like, if you had the budget to change the curtain behind the performer and have it be, like, orange. But I don't know. If I'm looking like I were black, that might not be that good. But anyway. But, uh, it's fun. Mmm. Wow. I'm going to smoke a little joint. And should I play something? What else? Do you want to hear what else is on here? Flight 432 to Manhattan is pulling into the gate right now. Please do not get up if you're not in boarding room one or two or three or four. Oh, these bugs are itching my... F oh, 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 they're itching me all over, these bugs. Hey, remember that thing when I was talking a while back? Sorry for the reverb. And I said, if I just did a show with only four things. Four things, that's it. Did you ever think that maybe I'd want something like this? Did you ever think I'd want this? That's Cam Gavinsky. One time I put a fake spider on his shoe. Ah! 
<laughs> and I recorded it. Or maybe I'd want this on there. Or maybe this. Did you ever think I'd want this? Did you ever think I'd want this? Did you ever think I'd want this? Did you ever think I'd want uh, maybe somebody like this? Did you ever think I'd want 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 this? Oh, my new show on HBO Max. Joe made a jingle. So my new special is on HBO Max. And uh, we just wanted to let you know. HBO Max, 10-year-old Tom. Paramount, Paramount Plus. Movies, life, sports, and lots of kids stuff. Original series and specials to see. For 30 days, try it for free. HBO Max, folks. Paramount, Paramount Plus. The 10-year-old Tom. We're grateful for Aristotle. We're grateful for Aristotle. We're grateful for Aristotle on the Tom Glass Show. He reads us a poem. We're lucky to know him. We're grateful to Aristotle and his use of reverb. We're grateful for Aristotle. We're grateful for Aristotle. We're grateful for Aristotle on the Tom Show. <laughs> so oh god John Bergwander used to play that a lot it made me laugh every time every time just me I heard the old show with the cooties he had some good drops that I missed like I f you forget about him after a while but he he did some really good drops a lot the boing, the constant boing. And there was another one. I'd, every time he'd play, we'd go, now why do you have to ruin a good, you know, we'd be like, okay, ruin a good conversation with the boing? And then we'd just uh, sort of ignore it. We'd, we'd comment on it for like a half a second and move on. Ah! Well, I don't know why he needed to play that there. But anyway, and we go right back to the story. Ah! Sorry, sorry, sorry. So this is all the stuff I have. HBO, by the way, 10-year-old Tom, HBO Max. Paramount, Paramount, Paramount Plus. Movies, life, sports, and lots of kids stuff. Original series and specials to see. All I do is play music. Blah, 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 I know I'm stop, Todd. Stop. And just stop with the bells and the whistles. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I just said stop. What are you? All right, hold on. I heard someone um, 
saying when you go out. It was somebody on TikTok saying, you know, when you go out to when you go out to dinner and and they go, is the sauce thick? It's like when you go with people, and like even people that are very polite and they say thank you and they say please and forget about you know people that are rude. Just even if they're polite, when they do, I I I, I agree and I don't know why because the waiter is there for you to ask waiter or waitress or the server. The server is there for you to ask questions, and I'm saying even when it's not a, a rude or a or in abundance, it's just you know more than maybe one question. But if it's like too many, or like what would you recommend? You better get it. Don't ask what they recommend. They're nervous. They don't want to. Do you like fish? They have to. Is the sauce thick? Is the sauce thick? Yeah. I'll come by, I'll dump some on your head. You can feel it. You mind if I dump some sauce on your head? No, is it okay if I dump some sauce on your head? Hey, here's your sauce I dumped on your head. There's a boy who works at Starbucks. Yeah. Who is very inspirational. Okay. He is very inspirational because of many things. Folks, they, it's you know the time flies when we're doing these shows. Time flies. I had a Papa John's pizza last night. It was good. I was hanging out. Have you, have you, folks, you got to follow me on TikTok and you have to, they're funny videos. Well, we put them on Instagram and throw them over at Twitter too, but, um, Chad, um, Maxwell, Chad is bored is his uh, TikTok account. And, um, first of all, go watch his TikToks. They're very specific and they're very, uh, I love them. And he's and he's has high work ethic. He puts pumps out videos. You know he's got a lot of people follow him in about a year and a little bit over a year. And you and you can see why. You go look. Oh, what's he have like four hundred and some odd thousand people. And he and at that point it was like eight months. You're like yeah, because he's he he's funny. He has a specific style. He knows what he likes, and uh, he's consistent. Hmm. Those people are usually successful. I told him the other night. He better take it as a compliment because I'm sick of his shit. I'm sick of it. I can't take it anymore. I don't need this. Oh, there's no... There's another video. We did a lot last night. We did... We had fun. It's really fun because I don't have to worry about the technical end of it. You know, we just have fun and he shoots things and he directs me really well and I trust him. So I've been having a ball. I've been having so much fun. Uh... And Instagram, uh, throw a lot of, put the stuff over there, and that it's, it does really well over there. So, what are you going to do, right? I know what you're going to do. They going to hate on you? Let them hate on you. Because really, they ain't even worth your time. That's right. It's not even worth your time. I know what we're going to close on today. But, um... Let me go through my book. This is my old... We should call Vinny again. 
It's funny because Vinny right now is listening to this going, no, he knows if we called him or not. Well, he goes, well, they didn't call me a second time, so I guess. I'm looking through. This is to the best of my organization. Every joke, except for the last year, I've been lazy. I need to go through my last three binders, and that's what you see me on the road with up on the stage. Like, go, I, I, I save them. Like, you know, I update it. Like, I'll be on the road, and then I'll come home and make some changes, and then I just go latest binder, and I date it. So I can still look at the one. So I have, like, four or five in there now, binders from the last year. Just change it around, put this there, add that there. So I have to go through those binders and spend, like, two hours just updating. But till then, it's a bit... How many jokes are there? It's like one. Oh, I stopped numbering them. But it's like up to about 1,500, and then I stopped numbering them. But I want to, should I read them? When somebody brings you over their house. Oh, I don't even know what I was going to do with this. But I thought, a friend told me they went over to someone's house, and they had like a pyramid scheme where they try to sell them this lotion. You know, whatever, different things, and they put it on. And he goes, I had an aunt, and they, they they didn't really even ask her. They just go, come here, and they put it on her. And it probably stung a little, but <laughs> but she goes, this is my friend telling me this story. They were all like, oh, we got, you know, you don't want to realize, okay, I just got sort of, come on over, and then you're doing this. I don't think it happens that often, but I, I believe it happens. And this person was telling me that it happened to them. And they were polite, of course, and just went along, and they said they put the cream on, like, one of his, her aunt's. You know, the person that had the people over. And she goes, oh, it burns. It burns. Oh, it burns. Like the worst. Like she doesn't try to hide. Because, you know, they are trying to sell stuff. And I thought, good for her. She probably exaggerated on purpose. Ah, oh, it burns. Ah, ah, don't ever put cream on people without asking them a few questions about their what they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saying, like, back at SeaWorld, they used to have the trainers say funny stuff. And they try to be funny. And I, I always thought, even now, they're probably still doing it. Like these tour guides. No one wants, no one goes, oh, do you, do you go to, be, to get the tour around the zoo to learn about the animals and learn? No, they're, it's their jokes. I like those jokes they tell in between. I don't give a shit about the animals. No offense. I wish them well, but. Yeah. Yeah, you pay a price for everything I have here. It's like in California, you know, the eh, that joke's not I don't need to do that. I don't I'm tired already from reading these. You can't stop infections. Hold on. When someone complains to you like, Oh, I have to go to the bank today, go Oh, yeah, this was a thing. When someone complains to you, they go, oh, they have to go to the bank or whatever they have to do. I have to go, oh, you should tell that story to uh, sick people that are terminal in the hospital. Put things into perspective for them. You share them your life and what you have to go through. But uh, people are allowed to complain even though they're not sick in the hospital. So when, a w uh, when a somebody goes... Uh, uh, it'd be my pleasure. I don't. I don't need that. I, I'm. I'm more comfortable with a step down. I close. I just close the book. 
with a step down from service from that. I don't need my pleasure because it doesn't have to be your pleasure. As long as you say, oh, yeah, no problem. That's it. I don't need someone. My pleasure. It's like, and I know they're being nice. I'm just saying if I had a restaurant, I would say, we don't have to say my pleasure here. We don't have to say that. Come gather round people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone For the times, they are a change They are, folks. You can come with us or stay behind. Come on, it'll be fun. You'll change a few of your views and you can come with us. Come writers fun. and critics it's who prophesize It's not a chore. It's fun. Changing is fun. And keep your eyes wide. The chance come won't on. come again. Have and fun. don't speak too soon for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming For the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Well, everybody Yeah, the times they are a-changing I like it. Times are changing. You know what I thought about, and I know I've said this a million times. <laughs> I want to treat progression today like we should have. And I say we, we should have. I didn't do, I was too young to do anything wrong then. But I want to treat any thing that's good for the world like we should have treated the hippies back a long time ago. Whatever we should have done for them. Not get in the way of some, oh, your hair's long. I want to do that. I want to be like... I want to have their, I want to be like, we should have treated the hippies. What were they talking about? Recycling, taking care of the planet. Not treating animals cruelly. It was all, oh, is it, they were, were they wrong about anything? No, we've talked about this on the show before. Anyway. So times are changing. So like that, like uh, Elliot West said, Bury yourself. It's evolution. Did anyone tweet or message Elliot West on TikTok <coughs> and say, hey, we threw some love your way? I watched. Um, that's the first clip that got just put in front of me. And I was like, yeah, I just liked his way he said it. It's evolution. Like, get over it, you fuck. He has a right to be that cocky because it's meeting cockiness with clean, better. Like it's it's just meeting that whole thing with just like not giving the dignity that it it doesn't deserve. You know, arguing it. He's just arguing it from a broader scale. Yeah, it's evolution, you dumb fuck. Get with the times, or or bury yourself. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, thank you. So anyway, people, uh, you're great. 
And, uh, well, I do want to share this with you. Thank you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Hold on. We're going to ride out with this. Throw a little Alex White your way. Alec. His name's Alec Alex. Craig Greg. Justin Jason. What the fuck? I don't need this shit, America. We're going in for the clothes. I'm jealous. I'm overzealous. When I'm down, I get real down. When I'm high, I don't come down. And I get angry. Nicole, believe me. And I can love you just like that. And I can leave you just as fast. You don't judge me. Cause if you did, baby, I would judge you too. Oh, so, so much depth in my shows. I never think about it. A friend of mine the other day, he said, Todd, your show has so much depth. I go, real? I don't even, I'm just busy doing it. I don't, I'm playing stuff, having a good time. Uh, but he goes, no, you go, your show, it's silly, but it has a lot of depth. And then later I thought about it. I went, maybe he's right. He said, more depth than any other podcast in the history of podcast, radio, television, or any recorded remnants of uh, anything to ever be done. He said, Maya Angelou ain't shit compared to you. And I was like, shut up. Shut the fuck up. But then I thought about it. I thought, maybe he's right. Or they. I know why that's funny. I love you. And you're all great. And you're just adorable. You don't like being called adorable? Then you don't listen to my show. I'm done with you. I don't care who you are. However you identify, whatever makes your little tummy feel good. You know what I mean? What makes you feel good and happy and alive? Whatever it is, I got your back. I'm so open-minded. I mean, I don't even think about it like that. A friend of mine said, Todd, you're the most open-minded this comedian I've ever seen. I said, shut up. Shut up. And then I, but I thought about it. I thought about it. And I was like, he might be right. But I never think about it. I'm too busy just, you know, boom, boom, boom. I press a button. I play a song. I put some reverb in my voice. So anyway, I think I asked Alex what this song is about. And he said it's a mixture of, I think what he told me, Alec, 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 <clears throat> Alec White. What was the name of the band you have some songs on YouTube on? I always forget it, and I hate that I forget it. Something like in-laws? Anyway, I'll say it on another podcast. But um, I said, what's this song about? rest of my days. I don't like when people go, oh, it's your interpretation. Shut up and give me the scoop. I, I can have an interpretation, but there's a meaning in it. 
By the way, sometimes you know musicians are happy to tell you. And he said, yeah, it was like, I think what he said, I should, you know, maybe I should have written it down. Sorry, Alec, if you're listening. Uh, but uh, about a, a girlfriend and uh, a friend that he had met and was like collaborating with music with him. And I think he might have, I know he died. I don't forget how he died. I think an overdose, maybe? Alec, how am I doing? How am I doing? Anyway, so that's how we're going to close. Now you might think that's sad. No, it's happy because you think about these people. What could be happier than that, that their energy lives on? Whoever it is, right? It's a good closer. Alec White. Alec White. You're going to let it breathe. You're gonna I'm not gonna do it. You came to me, you held me close. There was no problem when time moved slow, and you took me in, showed me your song, and that helped me see. my days 
It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you, not your toys. They're just beside you. But it's you I like. Every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue. That it's you I like. It's you yourself. It's you. It's you. It's you I like. It's you I love.